Visionary Minds Public Relations and Media is a proud sponsor of CA Media Podcast. Be sure to get all your publicity, digital marketing, writing, media consulting services by emailing visionarymindsny at gmail.com. CA Media Podcast is sponsored by Kimmy Ray Promotions. Kimmy Ray Promotions is a promoting company that help underground businesses become more known around the nation. We help promote the product, establishment, and brand. We're very consistent on making sure that your brand is out there for the world to accept. For more information, you can follow me on Instagram. That's Dior underscore love underscore 92. Or you can email me at K-Y-M-I-R-A-E 32 at gmail.com. And that's KimmyRay32 at gmail.com. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the C8 Media Podcast, the show that allows you to come in your own unique way. This podcast will be about my journey through my adult life. I will bring on my friends on some of the episodes, and there will be some episodes I'll be alone and talk about what's in my mind, about society, culture, sports, relationships, even, even sex. Like, of course, people want to know what's going on. People want to know what's going what's out in media. People want to know what's popular, what's not popular. So, as you come in during my podcast, feel free that this is a safe space, a personal space. This is a, a diary. So, like, 100 years from now, people can listen to this podcast and know what client is thinking. So, I would like for you to bring your friends, your family, feel safe. And listen to the CA Media Podcast. So come and join this ride with me. And this is a show that allows you to come on your own. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the CA Media Podcast, where I'm your host, Clyde Anderson. I have Elon Jones and Jerome Covington here with me. And this is a second part of the GOAT series podcast um, that I started several several weeks ago um so we have Elon jones representing john jones and we have jerome covington here uh representing kareem adu jabbar uh so Sandy, don't don't mess the name up, don't mess up. <laughs> kareem adu jabbar so, so uh Elon, would you like to tell a little bit briefly about yourself and uh Yep, yeah, well, you, my name is Yulan, and I work, I'm a chaplain at the Syracuse Rescue Mission. I'm also the executive pastor of my church, so I kind of work around the word all day long, and uh, I love, I am, I am, I would say I kind of probably have an unhealthy obsession with the UFC. It's, it's, that's that's what I'm glued to. So uh yeah, it for some reason I just feel like it's not good. Um I I my uncle's eighth year anniversary uh was Saturday and one of the biggest fights of the year. And of course he invited me to DJ and I didn't realize when I accepted that this happened. And I was stressed out Saturday, man. I was stressed out. I didn't want to be there. 
I kept thinking of ways to back out, ways to leave, everything. Yeah. So I, I, I'm totally afraid now because as obsessed as he is about the mixed market arts, I love basketball. I don't want to say obsessed, but um, I like my I like my um, history. I love you know the art of basketball, comparing comparing eras, because you know you always have this who's the best, who's the best, and it's not really who's the best overall. It's just who the best is you know, right now. So, but there are there are people who, when you mention goats, you have to put their name in there. So yeah. that's, what we, that's what we're doing here. Certainly. So, I, don't, I don't know if I'm going to be able to f- even fight you on John or not because I don't really know much about it. Okay. But I'm going to try to find some bad points about him so my goal will be better than yours. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All crying. right. So <laughs> so let's start with uh, you, uh, Yulon. Why is Mr. John Jones your ultimate goal of sports? Well, first, I'm going to tip my hat and humble myself to Mr. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. That's that's one uh, um, that, that you went way back. It's kind of not even fair that we're having, you know. However, however, how, however, um, 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 wait, what, what was your question? Why do you consider John Jones your ultimate I goat? Okay, well, I, 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 I consider John maybe, and perhaps I'm a little biased because I, I actually... I well, I his father is my former pastor, um, of which we still have a great relationship, and uh, um, and they're just they've been a part of the family. Um, their brother Arthur actually um, paid for my grandfather's casket, so I, I may even be a little biased. But John Jones is the youngest um, UFC champion in history. Um, so the UFC is mixed, mixed martial arts is still under the radar. It's growing at a rapid pace, but it's still fresh. There's a lot of people still getting to know it, but I'm an early bird and I've been watching uh, um, mixed martial arts since the be, uh, since 1990, somewhere around there. 1992 was the first time that I literally, I could remember, it was like a love story. <laughs> I was a, uh, I was walking into a video store and I had rented like about three different movies. The video store was across the street from my house at the time. And I went into the sports section and I saw these people fighting uh, with the Jets. And I said, what is this? And man, I went in there and it was right up my alley. It was just like what I did. I studied martial arts um, with, you know, my, my, uh, both of my stepfathers. One was a boxer and the other one was was uh, uh, um, a brown belt in grappling and and karate so it was this kind of um right up my alley and uh, um i just fell in love with it and the goat subject is actually considered by a name by a guy by the name of and stop me if i'm rambling because like you open up a can of worms brother yeah, i was up being shortly in a few seconds <laughs> yeah yeah so Hoist Gracie is usually he's mentioned as the goat, but John Jones, I consider him to be the goat because he is uh, the youngest guy ever in the UFC history. He is undefeated, minus one disqualification. Um, he hasn't been beat, and I don't think he ever will. 
Hi, Gerald. Oh, that's a compelling argument. But um, before we even started, he had to humble his hat to one of the greatest of all times. And that would be Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. And see, he got a little gray in his beard. So he remembers him as Lou Alcindor if he wants to go back that far. <laughs> Woo there you go. So I fell in love with the game of basketball. When my father played ball, he was a coach, men's and women. Right. 50s and 60s, right? Before there were like really women's uh, sports, he was uh, in charge of a girls team. But um, I didn't know that. Yeah. So I met um, this guy named Connie Hawkins, who used to play basketball. NBA with, Hall of Famer. Connie Hawkins. NBA Hall of Famer. I think he is. Yep. And he used, to, he used to play ball with my father and uh, Uncle Robert, if you can actually picture that. <laughs> <laughs> But um, I got introduced to Connie Hawkins, who told me about the history. And then he told me about this guy, Lou Alcindor. Um, seven foot two, used to play um, high school for Powell back in the day. Power, I'm sorry, for Powell back in the day. Um, won accolades then, couldn't be stopped. Went to UCLA, won three titles in a row went to the Milwaukee Bucks and won an NBA title. Then of course, you know, this is illustrious history with the LA Lakers. But also to me, what makes a GOAT is not only how good you on the court, but how good you off. So not only adding to his basketball resume, he has a film resume. He has, he's a philanthropist. He's a great jazz enthusiast and he's won almost all the awards you can win for being a civilian. So, I mean, if you want to talk about goats, that's kind of, you know, that's kind of a hard resume to beat. I'm always and prepared. Undefeated, I can't say that, but um, when you go up against greats and the greats look at you and go, he's great, and you have to put him in a goat category. I think so. So, yeah. It and I'm always prepared, and, and I know uh, Clyde, he, he was teasing because John stays in trouble outside of the cage. Stays in trouble. <laughs> so with that being said, let me back up on his history. Okay. He's out of Rochester, New York. New York. Um, yes, sir. Uh, he, he Out of Rochester, New York, he grew up in Binghamton, New York, started out as a wrestler. Um, he was a wrestler and they was actually him and his brother were so good that the, 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 the town of Endicott tried to boycott the both of them because they felt like even though they were all aged, they were just too strong. And um, John um, messed around, you know, I'm kind of jumping over the stories because I can just go. But John graduated from high school. He went to college. And he was actually uh, wrestling for Division One High, uh, Division One College out of Ohio. Wait, yeah, Ohio, uh, um, Division One school in Ohio. Got his girl pregnant, and if you've already heard the story, just stop me. Got his girl pregnant. Went to his father, Pastor Jones, and said, "I'm getting ready to sign up for the UFC." And his father actually told him, "Son, don't do that. These men will kill you out here." He said, "This." He said, "They go for your head, your life," and he said, "I'm going to do it." 
Mm-hmm. And he came and he came out. And actually, when I found out that he was doing it, I was on his father's side, to be honest, because I was already hip to UFC. Many people weren't yet. It still hadn't caught on right. uh, when, when, when he went. <clears throat> so he went and he literally took, he started out mixed mar- martial arts in different little small categories. And he literally just took the world by storm. And the reason why, and I struggled with that because like you said, that there's many different goats out there. Right. And there's many categories of it. And at the end of the day, it's all perspective. Right. Mostly. Uh, of, 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 of how you see it. Right. But he was more personable guy. He was like a literal guy. Like, I know this guy. This guy's mm-hmm. a human being. Right. I, yeah. I watched him as a little, little guy and and, 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 and raise up and then to come out to something so big. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people don't understand the stuff that he went through as a kid. He had a pretty tough life. Lost his mother, lost his baby sister. So, it, you know, those two combined, not justifying him because I, I don't justify the stuff. I just keep saying, man, just stop, bro. Sit down, <laughs> stay in that house. This yeah. brother here always give me firsthand information, brother Clyde. As soon as, <laughs> as, soon as, as soon as Jones do something, they go, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm dying to know what um, Clyde's goat is, but I'm sure it has to do with baseball or wrestling, which um, neither one should be mentioned. But anyway, <laughs> um, the, same thing, the same thing with um, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I mentioned his philanthropist side of it, but also his civil rights side, because he was one of the founding athletes that decided that they wouldn't want to do sports because of the, you know, how black people were being treated back, you know, 50s right. and 60s. So the Jim Brown, him, um, Gail Sayers, and a couple of other people, I can't remember all of them, were part of that group that, you know, like, if you're going to enjoy us as sports figures, you have to enjoy us as men as well. So he was part of that. And that's what made me kind of put him in a different category than everybody when you talk about goats, because, again, when you see and you do your research. I'm not as personable, know him personally as, as my friend there, but um, I wish I could. I mean, closest I ever got to him was Connie Hawkins. So there you go. But um, when you hear how people talk about him and now he's also uh, an um, ambassador for cancer from the United States, they, they gave him that um, pedigree as well. So he's, when we talk about going across and touching a lot of people's lives, off the court and on the court. You have to throw that go category in there. Also, if you want to talk about how he, people change the game, because if you're going to be a GOAT, you have to change the game. So when he was in college, they actually barred people from slamming the ball because he was the only one that could do it. They actually barred him from doing that. They also, when he came into the NBA, they changed the rule. He, him and Wilt Chamberlain used to jump from behind the offline and slam the ball in when you're throwing the ball out. Now you have to actually throw it to a um, person before you can shoot the basketball. So there's a lot of truth. And then, of course, there's the ever-popular, unstoppable skyhook that no one can do, <laughs> that no one has ever blocked. <laughs> it's just a, just a poetry emotion. I mean, you know. I wish I had the technology to just throw a video up and show it to you, but <laughs> as all three of us sitting here, we all know and already see it going in. So there we go. 
Go ahead. I'm sorry. What was your rebuttal to the, the performance aspect of Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? What is like some of John Jones's like greatest like you know matches that he has performed on on the UFC stage or in the martial arts stage? Um, uh, I think one of his first fights when he was when he came out as a uh, when he first came out to the main stage, he fought Stefan Bonner, and I remember being scared like yell this dude because i don't know if you know about stefan bonner <laughs> stefan bonner and forrest whitaker remember that fight that was like the one of the best fights in ufc history Period. Period. and 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 when them two fought all i could think of is like yo they just set him up for failure and i really still believe that they did mm-hmm. they just didn't realize that he was just that good and nobody has executed that spinning elbow like he has. Nobody. He's legendary for it. Check the stats on it. People copy it, but nobody has completed. He has knocked people out with the spinning elbow. Obviously, he's got the razor edge elbows. You yeah. guarantee you get cut uh, um, um, by yeah. him. One of his matches oh. against uh, Matt Hemel. Hemel, did I say his name correctly? That was the one and only. Di- yeah. um, that was the, the one disqualification. Disqualification yeah. he got because they have a dumb rule. Makes absolutely no sense. It's called uh, um, uh, ego blows. So <laughs> he had an elbow. And then, as long as you're doing it like this, it don't matter. But if you do it like this. And he got immediately disqualified, even though he was beating that guy up the whole fight. Everyone knows yeah, that it. That was like the first round of the uh, the Ultimate Fighter Heavyweight Finals in 2009. Yeah. Yeah. So, it, you know, and, and I, I, I do have to backpedal just a little bit. And I backpedal because I wasn't paying attention to who you had listed as the GOAT. Uh, 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 and when I saw Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, and then I saw my brother here with the gray beard. I said, he about to give it to me, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, so I was actually looking at it as the individual sport. I was like, the moment he tried to go outside of the pallet, I mean, uh, 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 what is it? What's the United Center, right? Yeah. I said, the moment he go outside the United Center, I'm finished. I ain't got nothing else to fight about. You know, yeah. because you're right. The goat. There's there, there, there's so many different areas, and and the term goat really has been uh, the term has been used loosely now. Loosely, because um, even though you know they're trying to put like if you want to stay in the realm of basketball and you want to keep like Jordan there, LeBron, because you know they, they can't wait coming, for LeBron to be Yeah, he's coming close to uh, Adu Jabbar's uh, scoring record. Yeah, but he'll never be Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Of course, so anyway. we all know that. We yeah, all yeah. know that. Come on, yeah. that's what he says. <laughs> so, and um, because these days there has to be a definitive answer to everything, you can debate all you want to. Yeah. That's why now when they talk about goats, they now they leave going from one sport to make it multiple sports. Who's the best goat, Tom Brady or, or Jordan? That's like a ridiculous argument because... Jordan can't play football and, you know, Brady can't dunk. So, you know, <laughs> I, can, I can only be great at what I do and that's it. Now, 
when he when he when he picked um his parts, I was like, well, I told you, Cloud, like, well, if we're gonna talk about martial art artists, he got me kicked because exactly. he did say that. <laughs> I I follow the sport, but I don't follow it like he follows it. Hey, Kareem, I, Kareem did some martial arts with uh Kareem did some martial arts with uh Bruce Lee. Bruce Lee, right. So he actually he's a black belt as well. Yeah. So you know, um, but you know, and that he, kick was real. Did y'all know that? Uh, did y'all know that that kick was real? Yeah. And Bruce Lee said it was really, who would he kick? Yeah, Bruce Lee said it was really painful. Yeah. yeah. I just yeah. want to add that. I was there. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> so, you know, when they was going against your guy, I'm like, I was like you. And when I saw the great beard, I'm like, oh, this guy's going to tear me apart because <laughs> it's different when, like, I love Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. He's one of the reasons I actually started playing basketball. I never was going to be 7'2", but, you know, he's the reason I wanted to play. But if I've known Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, like you have an actual lineage with this guy, mm -hmm. it's totally different when you it got is. that lineage and you can talk a little bit more passionately about something. You know, it's a little different. But like you said, it's hard. When you say GOAT, yeah, you know. It is. Even now when they talk about GOATs in the NBA, they almost don't want to mention the guys who came along, you know, the, the Oscar Robinsons, the or Bill the, Russell. So the, uh, Bob Cousy, that, uh, Bob <laughs> what's his name? Uh, Mad Dog reference to that Stephen yeah. A don't like. <laughs> yeah, you don't like Bob Cousy. No, you know, like Bob Cousy. nobody likes Bob Cousy. Uh, Bob Cousy was nice though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's no yeah. respect. A lot of them go down like that. The unheard of. Oh, or the the uh, 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 the uncrowned kings. There's a lot of them, yeah. right? Because as great as Will Chamberlain was, no 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 championships. As great as well, he do he do he he did when he did oh, when one he got the Knicks against the Knicks. Right. Well, yeah, that's true. I did his um. Well, look at somebody like Patrick Ewing, yeah, great exactly. player, great New York um person, always up there, no ring. So they don't mention him when they talk about great players because he's, you know. Top 50 players of all time, but you know. Top 75, yep, as well. Yeah. So it's all in where you are at the time. You just had a <clears throat> I just watched the fight just past Saturday, and is this um Charles Oliveira, and he fought and he he had they they were trying to label him as the goat, one of the goats, because you know, now they're saying, you know, the goat it doesn't necessarily it's not necessary that they have to win to be the goat. Which Charles, is ridiculous. It's ridiculous, yes. And so now they, they, they realize it. Do you think it's based on like the performance aspect? Because like like Shawn Michaels, for instance, dude is considered Mr. WrestleMania, but his WrestleMania track record shows he lost 11 matches. So do you think John Jones' performance, even though he 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 lost one match, is it that people consider him to go due to his no, performance? absolutely not. And or Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, his performance at, during the NBA Finals. Yeah, but if now, if you, again, if you want to start doing finals, um, he averaged 30 points during the finals, five, five no, 11 rebounds, three blocks and that was for his career and you know and getting mvp 11 times which is still unheard of and oh, six times yeah and being on the all basketball team like 12 or 15 times which is still kind of unheard of he's his um shooting record is going to go away too but he's still going to be almost top 
between top one and top five in almost any category except for, I mean, guard position. So, you know, you know, it, and then, you know, you can break it down. See, the good thing about martial arts, mixed arts, martial arts, what's, your um, friend is right. That's a one-on-one -on -one thing. So in if the I'm sport. Right. If I'm a great, I'm great against that man. I'm great against that man. I'm great against that man. Whereas basketball, it's still a team sport no matter where you look at it. They're just people who are really great at it. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of, that's his goal. That's his goal. I mean, you know, there you go. Even, you know, I, I, for, for, for me, like I said, there's a little bias involved. But for him, just to do even his technique, um, and and he's listed, you know, and nobody will, you know, the steroid thing, but nobody will contest because even though steroids may make you strong, it might make you run faster, has nothing to do with your IQ, right? It can't enhance your IQ. And hands down, he's got one of the greatest IQs in the fight game. And then when you, when you realize, like, like people are literally trying to take each other's heads off in there. And he doesn't have a reputation for even getting hit. I think his maybe last four fights, mm -hmm. three to four fights in a 10-year span, that's when he, he got hit. Mm -hmm. So even just a, being a, a master of the sport, I, 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 my, my hat, individually, though. And I get it. Yeah. Well, once he, like I said, once he, you picked that guy, he told me, I was like, well, um, who am I going to compare him to? Because he is to me. I mean, I follow it loosely. I don't follow as much as you do, but I know of him. Mm -hmm. And when he, you know, when there's fights and stuff like that, I make sure I watch it. So when he picked him, I'm like, well, um, well, I lost. because <laughs> I was like, well, you can pick anybody. I'm like, oh, yeah, but still, what am I going to pick? I'm just like, you know, what am I going to do? But yeah, all the accolades. And under the radar, John is a very, very giving person. Once he actually, whatever he got going on, when he dismissed that, he'd be a really good. Because I know the whole family personally. And he's a good man. And he gives, he gives his money away. You know, um, it's under the radar. He's not saying, look at me, or he's not, you know, all of that. Type. He's a very under the radar type of person. Yeah. And I, I get to know these things, right? right. See, right. See mm -hmm. that? I don't even know what I would do if I had even remotely relationship with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar that you have with this brother. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I, I just wouldn't know what I would do. I mean, you know what? No, it's not like I talk to him. I have more of a relationship with dad, well, you know? Well, here's the thing. It, to be once... Or twice removed, I'll take that. I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, I'll take it. I don't you know if I'm on the outside looking in, but I can tap on the window. I'm good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. And that, and you know that, and that's that. That's a type of truth. So I, I know, I know what the press says, but then I know him, and then I know the family. You know. Now I wish he'd give me money like I was family, but, but. <laughs> <laughs> But you know what? The, the, the press goes out of its way to build you up as fast as they knock you down. Of course, that's, that's, a, that's what they do. That's, that's a part of media, you know? If it wasn't for that, we wouldn't have nothing to report on. He's the GOAT. And then, you know what? He has all these failed this. He has this, 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 this. All right. So we're going to talk about him being a great sports person, or you're going to take a talk about him being a great outside the sports person? Yeah, that's why you have to really be careful when you talk about people being goats. Yeah, because 
as soon as somebody give you an accolade, there's 15 people looking for your bad spot. Looking for it. And I ain't got nothing bad to say. I said, you notice I said, Mr. Kareem, right yeah. off the bat, yeah. right? Because right. I'm like, yeah, that was a dirty move, Clyde. You're going you gonna to blame. <laughs> like, whose side you really on? I don't have a side. It's a debate. If you want to make a debate, and I'm sorry, I'm going to have to push this way. He, you know, uh, it's kind of really unfair. He doesn't compare to Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. So I'm like, and I hate to say it like that, but uh, yeah. <laughs> But I'm not, I believe I'm not, in, I believe in being humble. Yeah, I'm not one to steal um, anybody's, um, you know, accolades of how they feel about a person because no matter what I say, and after this podcast goes off, you're still going to be in love with that dude. So, <laughs> oh, in my head, I said ten years from now he might be another Kareem. I just said that. <laughs> right, 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 right. He still got some time. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Early. Right. We talk about a man who's had twenty years of a. Uh, basketball experience and that's just in the nba so, exactly you know, so accolades after accolades after accolades so it is what it is i was waiting for somebody to come on in and want to debate lebron against him or jordan because i'm waiting i was glad they called me on that one you <laughs> so hey, you're not a lebron that, fan. that could happen soon sooner than later I'm, I'm a lebron fan but you know what being that um this gray in my beard tells me that i've been in multifaceted eras I was on the end of the 60s, during the 70s, during the 80s, during the 90s. Here we are in the 2000s. So when you were fortunate enough to see people play at their peaks, and then, you know, now you see something now, you'd be like, uh, well, you've never seen, like my, my nephews. They were like, was Jordan really that great? I mean, they, why would you even ask a question like that? I mean, y'all watch YouTube all day. You, Come on. You don't see like, the highlights? You don't see the documentaries? <laughs> the dream team? The, the last dance? Mike is still <laughs> very relevant today. Right. Right. Just like it, your man is, is relevant and great. He ain't, and, he ain't fought in three years and he's still relevant. Right. And, so. and, and guess what? The minute he comes back in the ring, whoever he fighting is going to be shook because his, his reputation comes with him. He's going to be looking for it. He's going to be looking out. I don't oh. care what it is. Yeah, he going he going up to heavyweight. Oh, he is? Yeah, like oh, for yeah. real, for real. He's going to. That's he the last thing. That's what he said. He's either gonna fight Francis Ngannou or or Stipe. Um, I always mess his last name. Moichek, something like that. Yeah. I, I, I don't know if I would want to be up against this dude if he decided to put a little bit more weight on and just. I don't know because everything else still comes with him because he's, he's not going to be like. Now. Yeah, but two fifty and still fast. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. No, he he gave he gave his belt away. He was still the light heavyweight champ. He relinquished it on his own. He said, I don't even want this no more. I'm going to heavyweight. Right. And he trained. So now, you know, he's still staying out of the camera, but he's yeah. a monster. Yeah. There's a monster. Oh. Yeah. I, I don't even know. I think I, I think I'm gonna have to come over to your house so we can trip for him when he's when he has his fight. <laughs> hey, hey, look. You know I'm screaming at the TV. I know that's right. I watch it by myself. I, I, yeah, I told you I got a bad. It's pretty bad. Hey, listen, you like what you like, and I, I do. Like me, I can sit here and watch. You know, watch them play all day. I don't need no friends. 
you're fitting my head. So exactly. that's, the <laughs> that's the scary part. Just make sure I got live streaming and I'm right. good. Young. Look, yeah. Do what it you makes me do. every now and again to make sure I'm straight. Right. right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do we get to ask you who your goat is? Because I'm dying to know who it is. Oh, uh, yeah, of course. You can ask. Wait. All right, so football, yeah, for football. Um, no, it has to be your goat. Who's your goat? goat? Probably going to be Brady because he's sellout. <laughs> State is sold out. Sellout. Brady, Brady, nice. He's a goat. Yeah, I can't message you. And then, and then, and like for 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 baseball, it'll be Seaver. You know what? How did I know you was gonna pick a Met, and how did I know you was gonna pick Tom Seaver? I don't know. Oh I don't know. Yeah, I got his book that I'm reading right now. That 471 Lafayette has jaded you. <laughs> there are other teams except for the Mets. I'm just letting you know that. I know, I know. But but in, in Seaver's time, who was better than him? Honestly, let's be serious. Three times our young world winner, over 311 victories, 2.86 ERA, over 3,600 Ks. He is considered literally him. During his time, it was him. And, and you could say Steve Carton in, in the National League. Okay. Two greatest pitchers in his era. Yeah, you could throw in Nolan Ryan, but no, no Ryan and Wendell Cy Youngs. It has like That's 13 true. more victories and over like you know it's crazy 40, that he doesn't, more he strikeouts than Seaver, but yeah, he's crazy. But Seaver's more revered than Ryan. He never won a Cy Young award. That's crazy. Yeah, he he threw he threw seven no hitters, no Cy Youngs, but Roger Clemens wins seven Cy Youngs and no no hitters. No no hitters. Yeah, crazy, right? That's why I said it. That goat category, that's why you have to use numbers and you can't who, use who you like because numbers yes. numbers will always take you to who the wins, losses, percentages, and all that stuff like that. And you can't argue with numbers. And Seaver, you know, for 25 years, when he got inducted in the National Baseball Hall of Fame in 92, had the highest induction percentage in baseball history until, until Griffey came and got 99, and then Mariano got the, the unanimous nomination. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. Seaver is truly revered in, in, in all of sports history. Yeah, yeah. yeah when, you, when you can mention a name and everybody go, oh, oh. oh He's yeah. the only guy that people call the franchise. The, the franchise itself was dubbed for him for changing the culture of the New York Mets baseball. <clears throat> no other baseball franchise had, had named its player of the franchise besides Tom Seaver and the New York Mets. That 471 got you messed up, man. I'm sorry, man. You know, you gotta let it go, kid. You gotta let it go. That's what I did, man. Once you give it in the 471 image, man, you, you'll learn to expand your horizons, man, because uh, I can see you jaded. I can see it right now. <laughs> and I'm sorry, and I'm sorry. You have to go through that. I went to therapy and got rid of it. So you need to take a little therapy. Yeah. So I got two minutes. Any any final thoughts under under 30 seconds? Oh, I respect it. Yeah. 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 I like the call. This call went a lot better than I thought it would go. Because <laughs> I, I just knew I was going to get trounced 
Especially when I saw that great bed, I'm like, oh, Lord. <laughs> but, he, but, man, he been a few places. Like, nah, <laughs> Beautiful places, got the bald head, so that means you already conceded that what Yep, it's gone. Right. I don't chase dreams. I don't chase those dreams. I let there it go. go. There you go. A little longer than two for you already know, so I'm like, leave it alone. But I'm glad that I met you, brother. I'm glad that you um you standing tall with your man. That's good. Yeah. And everybody doesn't have to be right. You just have to pull your you pull your weight on the conversation. Yeah, that's all. That's yeah, it. you pull your weight in the conversation. And we can debate back and forth who is what, but you know, it is what it is. Yeah. At the end of the day, we know it's Kareem. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. I ain't you got it. I ain't even gonna fight you on that one. I know when to walk away too. Yeah, but I know that, that, that the dude is he's on he's he's special. He's special. All right, the, the thing's about to cut off. I truly thank y'all for joining the CA Media Podcast. I'm your host, Client with Jerome Covington and you along Jones. Y'all take care and be blessed. All right, be good meeting you, brother. Nice show. All right, all right, y'all. If you're looking for that next game-changing experience, please contact WC Painting Service LLC at wcpainting20 at gmail.com. And our number is 917-324-4773. Our services provided are sheetrocking, plastering, sanding, skim coating, hole repair, wallpaper installation, wallpaper removal, porching deck work, staining and polishing we are certified in lead removal and of course our expert service which is interior and exterior painting for both residential and commercial spaces also remember that we are fully insured and fully bonded so you can get the highest quality service possible we are wc painting service llc and we are rolling into the future we serve the new york New Jersey, and Connecticut areas. Cherry Bees Corp is a beauty and cosmetic personal care line that has all natural, homemade hair and skin care products created to promote hair growth, hair stimulation, reduce massive hair shredded and also to promote healthy skin they have olay face lotion activated detox soap deep moisturizing set and shampoo detangler brush c.b.growth drops and many more you can contact cherry bees at cherrybeescorp.com email cherrybeescorp at gmail.com facebook at cherrybeescorp or one word Instagram at Cherry Beads Corp, all one word, where Chartiste is the owner. CA Media Podcast is sponsored by author J.L. Holden. I, Jasmine Holden, created a children's book titled Daddy's Coming. This book is about a child awaiting the arrival of his dad. You can purchase this book at authorjlholden.com. Again, that website is authorjlholden.com. 
also sponsored by Preserve the Black Child, Inc. This nonprofit organization helps increase literacy rates for minorities in the inner cities. If you wish to sponsor or donate, please head over to PreserveTheBlackChild.com. Again, that website is PreserveTheBlackChild.com.